Hola mamas, welcome back to Mamas AF. This is Christian and this is a long overdue episode. The girls and I have really been trying to figure out a way where we can record and also be able to deliver quality. Um, there is a learning curve with being still kind of newbies to this podcast game and we still really haven't figured out exactly how it is that we can record without being physically together um, and again provide quality because we've tried it in the past and the quality was just not very good so here I am recording because my heart and my thoughts are just going crazy and I message the girls and I'm like hey do you guys mind if I just kind of hop on and just kind of speak my mind a little bit I truly feel like the Lord's talking to me and is telling me to to say what I'm thinking to say what I'm feeling and I want to be able to give that to all of you um so obviously we are we are all aware of the pandemic that we are all living in. There is so much unknown. There have been weeks of trial, a lot of trial, and um, a lot of changes in our moods, especially being females, because we know we've got the marvelous hormones that help dictate the way that we feel sometimes. And sometimes it's out of our control with the way that our emotions work and whatnot. Um, I think every week with being in touch with my girls, with, with Christy, with Emily, with Janet, and with our other group of girls that we've got, shout out to our Let's Wine About It crew. Um, I think we are all in agreement that at each week our feelings change. There's this kind of like, not a meme, but there's this thing going around social media and it's got different colored hearts. Um, I think we may post it just so you can see what I'm talking about. I'll probably post it on our IG stories, but it's um, an emoji heart and it's kind of just sending that image to your friends and asking how they're doing. So I think the green one means like you're kind of losing it or something like that. So each little color of each heart represents how your state of mind currently is, because I think the biggest challenge during this quarantine and during this pandemic in general has been trying to maintain your mental health. And that speaks specifically to me as well because I have shared my ups and downs with anxiety, with depression, and this isolation of being at home is not okay for me. It's not okay for many of you. And um, it's super important to be surrounded by people who understand that. I know there are people around me that do not understand that. And I may come off as crazy. But then there are other people who understand where I'm coming from because they too experience to some degree that anxiety, that depression, and that being stuck in your head and allowing those wheels to keep on turning and scenarios to keep on popping up. And it, it, it can really drive you bonkers. So in a nutshell, just know, again, this is something that I feel is, has become or is our motto. Know that you are not alone. In any situation, we have had a lot of followers just kind of message us and kind of share where their hearts and where their minds are at. And to some degree, we've been there or we are there. And it's just reassuring to know that you are not losing your mind 100%. We are human. We are faulty. And there is so much unknown in this pandemic. There is no right or wrong way to act during this pandemic. I know that in the beginning, I made, I personally made the mistake of believing everything that I was reading. And it's just, it's so easy to fall into that trap. 
like I know better than to do that and not make sure that it's coming from a reliable source. But at the same time, this pandemic just kind of struck and it was a game changer. At least for me, it was a game changer overnight because it was kind of building up in weeks in weeks and weeks up before it really became like an official quarantine. But in the field that I'm in, and if most of you already know this, but if you're new to listening to us, I am a dental hygienist. And so we are first at risk for this virus and pretty much any other virus because we are working in the mouth. We are in super close range and distance because we are working in the mouth to other people. So there's no way for us to maintain a quote unquote safe distance during these times. So it was really a game changer for our field in dentistry. And we really had to call it because we were looking at all of like the risks, like the ranging and the, I guess the rating of risks and the dental field is number one. So I think that kind of not helped me, but it contributed to me kind of escalating my emotions and letting everything that I read kind of gang up on me and kind of overwhelm me and get me worked up. And I was going crazy kind of sharing everything that I heard. And then I took a step back and got my shit together. And I analyzed things and I'm like, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that could happen is we're at home. Let me make sure that I am stocked up. And that's it. Just make sure we've got essential foods. We've got toilet paper because apparently that became a part of a pandemic. Um, But it was just making sure that we had those things because my husband, I know, is complete opposite. He thinks that this is a conspiracy of some sort and that the government made this up and that they lost control. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Let's pretend that you're right. Now what? We're here. It doesn't matter where it came from. It doesn't matter how this started up. We are here now what do we do? So he didn't have an answer for me, but he saw me freaking out. So he said, okay, what will make you feel better? And I said, it would make me feel better if we had enough water. We had, we had enough toilet paper because both of our moms ran to across the border and stocked up for us. So we were good there. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that we had enough food and stuff. My husband does own some, um, livestock. So I was kind of being extra and I'm like, maybe we should start like, killing a few and storing them and he's like okay well we're not there yet but he's like but yes if we get to that point we've got our livestock like don't worry and it was just mainly him learning to to deal with my my fears with my anxiety and trying to say okay I in his way he was kind of saying like hey I don't I'm not with you on feeling this kind of way but clearly you feel some type of way. So what can I do to make you feel better and met me halfway there? So it was cool to have that support system to kind of calm things down and make our home something that I felt safe being in. Then once we got to that point, a new worry came about schoolwork. That was a brand new thing for all of us, I assume. And it was, it's been a learning curve. It's, it it continue, continuously is one. Um, the load, I know on, with our school, the school load was intense. It's coming down, but it's still pretty high up there. And I don't know about you guys, but whenever I see those memes that say, and this, and I mean no disrespect to teachers whatsoever. I am not degrading the type of work that you guys do because at the end of the day, it is hard work. 
But I have to disagree a little bit when people say, now you guys are really going to like appreciate teachers, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, number one, I feel like we all do appreciate teachers. Like they're the ones who teach our children. They take care of our children for us during the majority of the day. So of course we appreciate teachers. But secondly, there are so, there's so much more to our new teacher title that teachers really don't have to worry about. The setting that we are in is home. So a lot of our children, I know my children, have a tough time putting into their heads that yes, this is home, but between these hours, it is school. It is time to work. And it's so easy to fall into the trap of, but we're home. Can we just hang out on the couch? Can we just play with our little brother? And it's just, that's just one of the struggles. A second struggle is making sure that they're being, that they're focusing. I know we've got a two-year-old who we've had to kind of isolate a little bit and have him stuck on watching some TV shows because he kept interrupting the girls during their schoolwork. And that's another thing that teachers do not have to deal with. They don't have to deal with little kids outside of the school age range group um, interrupting class constantly. And that's him because he doesn't know any better. He just wants to play with his sisters and sisters have duties. They have responsibilities and they have their schoolwork. Um, Another thing is, and I'm sure a lot of you are going to be with me on this, but children tend to act differently with their mothers. And I know that's just not my child or my children. It's every child. The moment that it's mom, they know what they can get away with. They try to play a little bit more of a of a victim role and, and pretend that they don't understand what they're working with. And I'm just like, you do not have your teacher sitting next to you every step of the way. Like, I know that you have some independent study time. Come on, give me a break. So there's a lot that goes into the schoolwork. It's motivating them and it's telling them like, you have to finish this, you have to finish that. And I got to the point where I was just like, you know what, fine, you don't want to do this, don't do it, then you're going to get a zero. And I know that's something that really like irked my oldest because she's very A type. She likes to have like all her assignments in, but she was slacking a little bit because of the change because she's getting very frustrated with learning how to use the computer and things like that. Um, so I just told, I I told her, you know what, you are going to learn today to be responsible for your own actions or lack thereof. So she started getting some zeros and some negative comments from her teachers. And I'll tell you guys what, she learned real quick and now her assignments aren't on time. This week, my youngest did this to me. So we will see and cross our fingers that after this week and after getting those zeros and after getting negative comments that she gets it together because she's just she's lost the motivation to keep going she doesn't want to attend the zoom meetings because i know a lot of the teachers have been doing little zoom meetings which i think is really cool to try to keep the morale up i love that from teachers having to like allowing themselves to go above and beyond to be able to do those things um so yeah so aside from the school work it's still trying to keep the food interesting so that the kids aren't extra bored getting them involved in those things of what should we cook today do you guys want to help how about you do this or that and teaching them these new life skills like if you joined our zoom meeting a couple weeks ago this is something that we talked about we are never going to get this time back this time is so golden it is so unique that although we are all losing our minds being locked up at home not being able to go out get a breather from the kids or whatever your case may be 
This time is essential for growth within you, within what you pour into your family, into your loved ones, whether it be your spouse, your children, your friends. Like this is the time to create bonds and to maybe even find your relationship with Christ. Who knows? Like this is a time where you can lean into your faith really and start growing spiritually. What better way to nurture your spirit than this moment now? If you don't do the things that you said you wish you could do, and I'm talking skill-wise or even like emotion, it doesn't have to be something tangible. You've always said you don't have time for it. Like, I'm going to give you an example. Wishing that you could all sit at the table as a family for dinner every night. But we can't because we've got all these extracurricular activities to do. Well, guess what? We've got no no extracurricular activities to do anymore. And now is the time where we can have dinners together as a family again. I know our church has been doing a really awesome job in providing tools for us parents to be able to not only uh, teach them like many lessons on faith, but also they've provided this really cool area within the weekly challenges that's uh it's called discussions as a family and we sit at the table having dinner and it's a couple of questions it's nothing too formal it's just something to get the kids like brains kind of going and having them understand their faith a little bit more and teaching them how to be more christ-like more loving more caring more not self-centered but more giving and caring of others and i'm i'm absolutely in love with those discussion questions i'll make sure to start posting them so you guys can maybe adopt some of those things and add them to your discussion at the dinner table you know something different you want your kids to see that if mom can keep it together during this quarantine and if mom can try to find a little light in at the end of the tunnel to kind of hang on to then we're gonna be all right Now, that doesn't go to say that it's not okay for us to lose our shit because I've had a couple of breakdowns. I think I've had maybe four meltdowns and it's, I'm not going to say it's okay because I I know for me, sometimes I just got to cry it out and then I'm good, wipe my tears and I'm ready. All right. Who needs me? What's next? Like, what do we tackle next? So know that it is okay to feel what you feel. I think around week three or week four, I titled it my week of acceptance because after my freaking out after my being paranoid because the allergy season started right at the peak of this pandemic kind of progressing and getting like more not famous but you know blowing up a little bit more my girls started coughing started sneezing and I started freaking out I was I'm like oh my god I hope they didn't get sick and it was just allergies but I went through a lot of different emotions. So I went through the freaking out because we're not well stocked up with food because I buy food just weekly. I don't buy enough for like a month worth supply. And then I started freaking out because I thought the kids were getting sick. And it's just, it was a lot of freaking out. And then around th- work week three or four, I got to the point of acceptance of saying, you know what, this is my new normal and cool. Let's, let's, let's just adopt it. Let's adapt to it and let's roll. And I would wake up do my hair and makeup, have my coffee, work out a little bit and wake up the kids. Let's go. And I, this week actually is the first week. This past week is the first week. And I've lost count of the weeks. I think we're in week six. I don't know. Um, is when I started getting them dressed up because I feel like when they're wearing their PJs, it's a lot easier to feel like, well, I'm at home. I don't have to do work. So before they even come down for breakfast, I'm changing them and doing their hair and that's it. 
like no if ands or buts and yesterday was saturday Again, we are quarantined, but I'm just sick of us wearing like loungy clothing and I kind of dress dress everybody up a little bit. We're wearing dresses, we're wearing shorts, we're wearing jeans. Like we're not going to just wear like the comfy clothing the um for like our daily stuff. It's just little things and the kids are like, "Why are we dressed up?" But I'm like, "Just just let mommy be. This makes mommy feel better." Um so yeah, and then I know that week 3 or 4ish also no, I think it was before. It had to be before. I was starting to drink like a glass of wine daily. And then I started to freak out. I got in my head and I'm like, okay, this is not a good way to deal with stress. So I started limiting myself to two times a week and pretty much Friday, Friday and Sunday, Friday, Saturday or Sunday are the days that I tend to drink. And I'm not like getting drunk, but you know, white claws are always a nice little go-to or a glass of wine is a nice little go-to just to relax. And, um, We've done a lot of outdoor play, chalk writing, and it, I'll tell you guys something. It is so nice to be sitting in our driveway, letting the kids play, and just seeing all these families just drive or just like ride their bikes passing like our, our driveway. It's just so nice to be able to see faces. I think because everyone is always so busy and so exhausted from the busyness, we don't have that time to really enjoy the outdoors. And it has been so nice to see a lot of friendly like people in the neighborhood just kind of enjoying the time with their kids. Again, this time together is golden. One of the things um, our guest speaker mentioned during our Zoom meeting, shout out to Ruby for providing us our words of wisdom and pulling us out of our darkness whenever we reach those points. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she did mention um, something that I hadn't even thought of and I thought was kind of cool. She said to make sure that you're checking in on friends, which is, yeah, like a big fat dad to the ones that we check up on daily. But then she said, if someone in your social media who typically comments on your story post or on your just regular feed and they're not posting anymore, then reach out to them and just say, hey, how are you? And I thought that was so cool because I know that I have a lot of quote unquote unquote, friends that I don't really deal with on the daily like I don't see them I don't like we don't invite each other to birthday parties because we live in like different places or we're just not friends 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 like that but they are my social media friends who I always interact with and I feel a bond with and I thought that was so smart of Ruby to say hey like you know who you chat with on social media and if they're not commenting on your stuff if they're not posting their regular feed like reach out and just say hey how are you are you okay? Um, and that, that kind of goes hand in hand with something that our pastor was telling us to do as well, to make sure that we are connected with people. And we're constantly asking, Hey, are you okay? Like, what do you need? What can I help you with? Oh, you're out of toilet paper. Cool. I've got a couple of rolls. Here you go. Oh, you're out of eggs. No worries here. I've got a couple of extra ones. Like this is a time for us to build these relationships with people and to show this virus that it's not going to separate us. It's actually going to make us all tighten it it's going to make us closer and it's going to show us how to be humans again how to be kind humans again so take this opportunity of isolation of quarantine and make something of it whether that's baking yeah i know a lot of us are gaining a couple of pounds but baking is always fun i know the girls and i my daughters and i we baked banana bread, sugar cookies, and we packed them up and we delivered them to our family's doorstep because 
we were so sad that we were not able to be together for Easter, but we wanted everyone to still have a little piece of us, a little piece of our love. And what better way than with cooking and baking? So make sure that you are sharing positivityness. I think I said that wrong, but I'm ESL, so forgive me. Um, but share kindness because when you see kindness, you do kindness. When you put negativity out there, it sparks a little black flame within our hearts and it makes us want that negativity. It makes us want to debate with you on something controversial. There is a lot of controversy right now. There is a lot of hating on our president. I won't even get deep into that, but one of the things that our pastor did say was that God did put certain leaders in place and we have to trust in God to know that it is for a reason that may be beyond what we understand. And I'm, I'm extra and I'm dramatic. And the first thought I thought of was, well, Adolf Hitler was a leader. And how did that do any good? And I may not know the answer. You may not know any, the answer to that either. But God only knows like why he put the Jews through something like that, like the Holocaust, what, why he chose to put them through something so devastating, so challenging, so heartbreaking. And what we're going through right now does not even compare Not that I'm saying, let's be grateful that Trump doesn't send us to concentration camps. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we may not agree with what he's saying, but we can't do anything about it right now. He is our president. And to a degree, that title deserves some sort of respect. And I don't agree with the people that are out there protesting. Yes, that is our American, right? But is that responsible? Is that being a responsible American? I don't think so. I know, for example, the Association of Dental Hygienists are doing their own petition, their own safe protest about going back to work May 1st because, like I said, we're number one at risk. And my personal opinion, I don't think we're ready to reopen starting May 1st. I understand why we're doing it. We cannot let our economy fall. That will affect all of us tremendously. I can't speak this morning. But health-wise, I don't think it is safe, at least not for my field. I know for a fact it's not safe yet. We don't have proper protection as of right now. So yeah, there's a lot of things we don't agree with. And this is the type of things that we just need to reach out to a higher power. And to me, my higher power is God. And I take this, I don't take it lightly. Like I involve, I try to involve God in everything that goes on in my head. And just sometimes venting, we all know about venting because we're female, right? We love venting. And sometimes when we vent, we don't even want feedback. We just want to be heard. So why not start venting to God and start saying, hey, before you get out of bed, just kind of open your eyes and say, all right, God, another day. Here we are. Thank you for allowing us to wake up to this day. Help me keep my, help me keep my cool throughout this day help my kids be in harmony with one another help them not to fight not to bicker help them get through their schoolwork help them not get frustrated during their schoolwork help me not get frustrated when I need to help them with their schoolwork 
and help me let things go that of which I cannot control. If I can't get to cleaning my bathrooms today because the school load required my attention a little more or because mentally I just couldn't clean the restrooms today even though I planned to, make my heart feel like it is okay because that's something I can tackle tomorrow. And help me know that the things that I don't accomplish today because of lack of energy, because of lack of motivation, it is okay. But I ask that you also help me tomorrow to wake up more motivated, ready to conquer my day, conquer my tasks, and to be grateful that I am at home and that I am safe. And that's it. He just wants to be involved in your life. He wants you to conversate with him, even if it's in your mind. Praying is not just saying, like we, I grew up saying the Our Father, the Hail Mary. Those were my prayers, which are beautiful prayers. But sometimes God just wants to hear from you. He wants to hear from your heart. He wants to hear what you're thinking. He wants to know what worries you today. What, what is weighing on your heart today? And what do you want from me? How do you want me to help you today? How do you want me to be a part of your life today? Because that is all he wants. He just wants you to involve him in your life. He wants to be in relationship with you. So I leave you guys with that. Knowing that it's okay to have your meltdowns. It's okay to not get all your tasks done. All the schoolwork done. And it's okay to be scared. There is so much gray area. There is so much unknown. That it is okay. Finances. I know that's huge. There are so many resources out there. There's unemployment and there's food banks, there's clothing banks, supply banks. Reach out to your local churches. I know my church is doing that. We're helping with clothing, with food, whatever we can help with. Everyone, someone within our church, and our church is not a building. Our church is, we are the church. We, the people, create the church. Reach out to us. Send us a DM if you are in need of anything and we will try our best to help you find those resources and it is not a time to be embarrassed it's a time to be accepting of your situation and say hey brothers and sisters I need help help me through this tough time so I leave you with that today I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode it's not our usual tone it's not our usual themes But it's something that was weighing on my heart and I needed to speak about it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because I know that I enjoyed being able to vent with you guys. Send us a DM. Tell us how you're doing. And let us know what you thought about this episode. Maybe we can make it a norm for us to be recording, even if it's just one of us recording at a time, respecting the social distancing orders that we have here. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.